Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Tuesday, April 7th, 2020. I'm Sarah Lane. WhatsApp announced it will impose a new limit on message forwarding as it seeks to slow the dissemination of fake news. If a user receives a message that has already been forwarded more than five times, the user will only be able to send the message on to a single chat at a time that's down from the five chat limit imposed in 2019. The message can still be passed on as many times as a user manually hits the forward button, however. Because of WhatsApp's encryption methods, the company can't flag contents of messages sent on its platform to apply moderation. Samsung beat analyst expectations in its estimated operating profit of 6.4 trillion Korean won, or 5.23 billion U.S. dollars, in its first quarter of 2020, up 2.7% from the 6.23 trillion won in Q1 a year ago. The company expects first quarter consolidated sales of 55 trillion won, up almost 5% from last year. The company didn't break down the operating profit and consolidated sales numbers for each of its business units in Tuesday's guidance, but a relatively weak Korean won cost-saving measures, and a strong demand for memory chips from data centers is expected to offset weaknesses in Samsung's mobile and TV businesses due to the COVID-19 supply chain and demand disruptions. Microsoft has hired former Apple executive Ruben Caballero as a corporate VP to work on mixed reality hardware, such as the HoloLens, and artificial intelligence technology. At Apple, Caballero was a VP of engineering in charge of developing wireless technology, such as modems and antennas, and oversaw Apple's global wireless product testing efforts. After leaving Apple, he was an advisor at several startups, including wireless company Kesa and Humane, which is run by former Apple employees. Foursquare announced it plans to merge with the location data company Factual in an all-stock deal. The merged company will keep the Foursquare name, and Foursquare CEO David Shim will stay in his role. Post-merger, the company will have location data sets including 500 million devices and 105 million points of interest across 190 countries and will strengthen audience targeting and ad measurement data and app developer tools. Google released a Pixel 4 update on Tuesday requiring users to have their eyes open when using the face unlock feature by default. The option to disable it is in settings. Back in October, Google announced it would roll out the feature to check whether or not your eyes are open in the coming months amidst concerns a phone might be opened while its owner was asleep. The Pixel 4 update also corrects issues for dropped Bluetooth audio input while on a call and fixes lag when opening the keyboard on some apps. After announcing at CES it was entering the mobile market, TCL has unveiled the sub-$500 TCL 10 Pro, 10L, and 105G, which are all set for release in Q2 of this year. The 6.53-inch LCD displayed at TCL 10 5G is powered by a Snapdragon 765G processor, which is Qualcomm's first chipset with an integrated 5G modem. The TCL 10 Pro is technically the flagship in the lineup with a 6.4-inch curved OLED display and an in-display fingerprint sensor, although only has a Snapdragon 675 processor. The entry-level 10L has a 6.53-inch LCD display, Snapdragon 665 processor, and a rear fingerprint sensor. GoDaddy announced Monday it's acquiring Newstar's domain name registry services business and renaming it GoDaddy Registry. Newstar's platform includes 12 million domains. It directly manages .biz, .us, and several other domains and provides technical registry services for other TLDs such as .club. 
This is GoDaddy's first registry ownership. So for some domains going forward, GoDaddy will now act as both the registrar and registry provider. If a consumer registers one of their domains at a competing registrar, that competitor will pay GoDaddy a registry fee. GamesIndustry.biz reports that the Entertainment Software Association has notified partners that a reimagined E3 2021 will be held June 15th through the 17th, 2021, after canceling this year's event. At the time of cancellation, the ESA said it was exploring options with our members to coordinate an online experience to showcase industry announcements and news in June 2020. However, no official plans have been announced. Intel is pledging $50 million in cash and resources to fight the global COVID-19 pandemic, $40 million of which will go toward the Intel COVID-19 Response and Readiness Initiative to provide funding to accelerate customer and partner advances in diagnosis, treatment, and vaccine development using AI, high-performance computing, and edge-to-edge cloud delivery. The company has also allocated up to $10 million for an innovation fund, supporting requests from external partners and employee-led relief projects, addressing critical needs in their communities. Intel previously announced $10 million in donations to support local communities. And finally, according to preliminary data from Sensor Tower, short video streaming service Quibi was downloaded over 300,000 times following its Monday launch. As of Tuesday, Quibi was the number three app in the Apple App Store where it was heavily promoted in banners and curated app collections, and number 29 on Google Play. For context, Disney Plus saw approximately 4 million installs when it launched in the U.S. and Canada back in November, although it's not a direct comparison since Quibi is a mobile-only platform. The big question for Quibi's numbers will come after that 90-day free trial ends. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to DailyTechNewsShow.com. You can find show notes and links to all headlines there as well. I'm Sarah Lane. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.